Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, then you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Welcome, my friends. It's Jasmine here, the jazzy gray cat. And as always, Gracie, my BFF and super smart tortoise, is here too. Greetings, my friends. Gracie here. I'm so happy you're here to travel with us today. What state are we going to, Gracie? This week, we're off to Vermont, one of the New England states. I remember what the New England states are. Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Maine. That's correct. It's our 14th state, the first to join after the original 13 in 1791. Before that, Native Americans were here for about 13,000 years, when in 1609, the French explorer Samuel de Champlain came here. Then the British came in 1724. Of course, the British and the French could not get along, so finally the French left. Then King George II of England made Vermont part of New York. The people of Vermont didn't like that, and in 1777, they left the state of New York. They did fight on the side of the colonists in the Revolutionary War, but it became its very own country called the Vermont Republic for 14 years until it joined the Union in 1791. Vermont had its very own president, money, called Vermont Coppers, and it outlawed slavery. Ooh, I think I would like to have my very own country. I could call it Justopia. I could live in a castle, have a fairy garden, my own princess room, and be the president and the queen. It does sound lovely, but let's get back to Vermont geography. Let's get an idea of where it's located. We've got Canada to the north, New Hampshire on the east, Massachusetts in the south, and New York on the west. The capital's Montpelier. A good part of the state is covered in mountains and forests. The Green Mountains are in the center of the state and are 250 miles long and have some of the oldest rocks in the world. They're over 400 million years old. That's super old! And that's where you can find Mount Mansfield. It's the highest mountain and spot in the state. The lowest spot is Lake Champlain. Vermont's nickname is the Green Mountain State, and I know why. De Champlain called the mountains Vermont, which means Green Mountains in French. The English way to say that is Vermont. You know, I just love speaking French. It's so sophisticated, like me. Yes, you are very sophisticated, Jazzy. And knowing more than one language is wonderful and so helpful when you travel. The Green Mountain nickname also refers to the Green Mountain Boys. This group was first formed to protect Vermont from New York and later served in the American Revolution, the Civil War, and the Spanish-American War. Come on, Gracie. Let's get in our cute blue camper and get going. You can tell me more stuff while I relax in my princess bed. You're right, Jazzy. It's time to go, and I would be glad to share more interesting tidbits with you. Did you know Vermont is one of our smaller states in both size and the amount of people who live here? Only Wyoming has fewer people, and Vermont is known for its beautiful forests, skiing, and maple syrup. Maple syrup? Yummy! I just love maple syrup on pancakes. Now let's talk famous people. John Deere was born here. He started out as a blacksmith, and he invented a steel plow that made farming easier. Now you can buy all sorts of tractors and farming equipment from his company. And the Von Trapp family moved here after they had to leave Austria. You remember them from the Sound of Music movie. There's that famous song. The hills are alive with the sound of music. 
Their family still runs their ski lodge in Stowe, Vermont. Those are very interesting people. Two presidents were also born here, Chester A. Arthur and Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge is our only president that was born on the 4th of July. Oh, Gracie, now that's a fun fact. A president born on the 4th of July. Oh, my gosh, what a funny bridge we're going on. It has its own roof. It's called a covered bridge. In the past, wooden bridges like this one were built with sides and a roof to protect the wooden bridge from bad weather. Vermont is known for having over 100 of them. Well then, I will be on the lookout for more. And here we are at our first stop, Rock of Ages Granite Quarry in Graniteville. Hey, what's a quarry, Gracie? Well, Jazzy, a quarry is a big pit where stone like granite is taken out of the earth. The Rock of Ages quarry is very deep at 600 feet. That's like having 18 school buses stacked up on each other. Now let's get on the tour bus and check out the quarry. Look at the piles of granite everywhere. These stones are dumped here because they have cracks in them. Now here at the top is a beautiful view of the mountains. Ooh, we really are up high. Look, the quarry has green water in it. The walls of the quarry are so pretty with the different shades of gray, and the cracks make such a pretty design. It's just like we're looking down on a city of skyscrapers. And I can see people working down there. You sure need lots of big equipment to get all that stone out. Let's go back down. I want to try out the bowling lanes. Yes, they're right over here. In the 1950s, the Rock of Ages had an idea to make bowling alleys from granite. It was not very successful because the bowling balls cracked the stone. But now people enjoy trying them out while they're here. We have to use rubber balls so that the stone doesn't break. Look, Gracie, I got a strike. Yay! Let's get a piece of granite from the scrap bin for a souvenir as we leave. I heard Ben and Jerry's ice cream factory is near here in Waterbury. Their ice cream is so creamy and is loaded with big pieces of treats mixed in. I think that should be our next stop. I do too. Here's a little history about those two guys. After taking an ice cream course at college, Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield opened their first ice cream store in 1978, right here in a gas station in Burlington, Vermont. They celebrate this day every year with free cone day at their stores. Yummy! Tell me more! How about this? Ben and Jerry's ice cream was used to build the world's largest ice cream sundae in St. Albans, Vermont in 1983. That delicious sundae weighed 27,102 pounds. Whoa, that's a lot of ice cream. I would have liked to have been there to help everybody eat it. Look, we're here! Let's take the tour and learn even more. First, there's a movie about them. Interesting to learn that the reason the ice cream is loaded with add-ins is because Ben has limited ability to taste and smell, and he needs bigger bites to enjoy what he's eating. Come on, Gracie, over here behind this glass wall so we can watch the ice cream being made. They make only one flavor a day, and today is half-baked, one of their classics. It's made of chocolate and vanilla ice cream, fudge brownies, and cookie dough. All of them are my faves. Know why it's called half-baked? No, please tell me. It's because only the fudge brownie is baked. The cookie dough isn't, so it's half-baked. Get it? Yes, I do. Great story. All of the ingredients are poured into a machine and then into pint containers on the assembly line to make sure each one is filled perfectly. You mean perfectly scrumptious. Come on, onto the tasting room for a taste. Wow, mine is delicious. 
I'll take yours too, Gracie, since you don't eat ice cream. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Jasmine. Finish up so we can get to our next stop, Burlington, Vermont's biggest city, and Lake Champlain. Sounds good. I want to stroll on the Burlington Greenway or bike path. It's super pretty to walk along Lake Champlain, and I'm going to keep my eyes peeled because I want to see Champ the Lake Monster. He was first sighted in 1918, and hundreds of people have seen him since, and I want to be one of them. I'll look too, Jazzy. He's said to be a relative of the Loch Ness Monster from Scotland. Researchers believe that he's a garfish. What's a garfish? I'm so glad you asked. Gars, or garpike, are a meat-eating creature that is a combination of a reptile and a fish. It lives in fresh water. They move slowly, but attack quickly. The gar has been around since the Jurassic period, 157 million years ago. Their bodies are long, with armored-like scales, and they have long jaws with long, sharp teeth. They can be very large. The alligator gar is the largest. They can grow from 6 to about 10 feet and weigh over 99 pounds. I think you will find this interesting. Throughout history, people have used the hard scales of the gar to make things like arrows, plows, armor, even jewelry and lampshades. Oh my gosh, Gracie, a fish necklace or a fish lampshade? I don't know if I want either of those in our camper. Those garfish sound a little scary, but I bet Champ is friendly. Oh, 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 look over there. I think I see him. Really? I don't think I see that. I do see a lovely log over there. Oh, no, Gracie, it's not a log. I'm sure. It was Champ. I know it. Oh, too bad I didn't have a camera. Yes, that is a shame. Maybe next time. I heard he is the subject of several books. Perhaps you can read one of them. Now, are you ready to go to the Shelbourne Museum? I guess so. I'll check out one of his books from the library when we get home. Now, what can we do at the Shelbourne Museum? I know you'll really love it there, Jazzy. The Shelbourne Museum is 39 buildings. Many of them are old historic buildings and were moved here, as well as the 220-foot steamboat, the Ticonderoga. It was started in 1947 by Electra Webb as a place for her family's collection of horse-drawn carriages. Now it's a wonderful collection of American history, art, and design. It will be so much fun to explore. It does sound like fun, but it is awfully big. I don't think we'll be able to see it all. So what should we do? Why don't we pick just a few buildings to explore today? Where would you like to go? There's a carousel, a circus tent, a train, the Ticonderoga, toy shop, the variety unit, which is a mixture of unusual things, Owl Cottage, which is a playroom, just to name a few. This is tough, but let's start at the circus tent, the Ticonderoga, and the variety unit. Oh, look! The circus tent is a funny shape. It looks like a horseshoe. Yes, it was built that way, so that the miniature Arnold Circus Parade, which is 518 feet long, could stretch out all around the inside of the building. It's such a cute, old-fashioned parade. Look, all the animals are being pulled in horse-drawn carriages. Look at the lions. They look fierce. Oh, and they have elephants and tigers, too. It seems to go on forever. The next building I want to go into is the variety unit. Let's look at the automa or the automatons. These are mechanical toys that are very old and they try to move like the human body. They are so much fun to watch. I like the magician. It looks like he's really doing tricks. My fave is the silly clown walking on his hands. Now let's go upstairs. 
Oh, my gosh. Look at all the dolls. They are really old and so beautiful. Their clothing is gorgeous. And the dollhouses. This one called the Ramshackle Inn has an artist studio in the attic. So much fun. Yes, they are. Now let's finish up at the steamship, the Ticonderoga. It's 220 feet long and used to sail on Lake Champlain. And they have it looking just like it did in 1923. Oh, it's super elegant. I would just love to have tea on the deck. Let's climb up to the top in the pilot house. You can see the whole museum. Wow. Now let's go down to the bottom part of the boat where the engines are and the crew lived. I'm glad I don't have to live down here. It's tiny and not very fancy like the top decks. You're right, Gracie. This place was super great. It's hard to believe it's time to leave already. I have one last interesting tidbit to share. Vermont is the state that produces the most maple syrup, over 2 million gallons a year. You would need two swimming pools, each the size of a football field, to hold it all. Oh, boy! You could eat a lot of pancakes with all that syrup. You know what? It takes a really long time for the sugar maple tree to get big enough to be tapped for sap. Over 40 years. And it takes 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup. And you can only get the sap from the trees in February and March. Too bad. I would have liked to have seen it. So I guess we'll have to come back sometime in the winter to go maple sugaring and skiing. You know what? I've got an idea. How about pancake jokes on the way home? Me first. Gracie, how do you make a pancake smile? Hmm. Bring a maple syrup? No, Gracie, you butter him up. Your turn. That was a fun joke, Jasmine. What do bus drivers put on their pancakes? Hmm. I don't know. Tell me. Traffic jam. You always have such funny jokes too, Gracie. My favorite place in Vermont was Burlington and seeing Champ. How about you, Gracie? I enjoyed the Shelbourne Museum and the circus tent. That was fun, too. So many great places. Which was your favorite, friends? Be sure to tell someone you love about it and come back next week. Where are we going, Gracie? Kentucky. Find out why it's the bluegrass state. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Talk soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.